You've heard of unconditional love, but have you heard of the secret to unconditional happiness and allowing more into your life? More wealth, more success, and more love. More freedom in your life right now. Welcome to the Happy Bar with Israel Savage. Thank you. Thanks so much. It's so great to be here. Today, we are talking about the seven senses. Now, most of you are familiar with the five senses. If you're not familiar with your other two senses, I want to suggest that you should be because it's those other two senses through which we do most of our creating. Through our other two senses, we're able to see the world as it will be. And in order to change what is, you first have to be able to see what will be. So if you are living a life that is less than what you are reaching for, what we will talk about today could be the game changer that you've been waiting for. Before we talk about those other two powerful senses, there are a couple of concepts that we need to discuss. The first is the concept of vibration. All right. So let's look at the five senses that we're familiar with. I'll just pick one for now. And that is our sense of sight. Maybe you've said to yourself, oh, I'm a visual person. You know, I really need to see it. I really need to see it to believe it. Let's talk about what sight actually is. When you see, quote unquote, something, what's really taking place is a translation in your brain. You are a master translator. Your brain is translating light, waves of light, vibration, if you break it down to its smallest component. Your brain is translating light as it bounces off an object, and then it is bouncing off the back of your eye, and your brain is translating all these things into depth and color. This applies to all seven of your senses. This process of translation happens. But at the smallest level, we're really always talking about vibration. Take sound, for instance. Sound is waves. You know that if you just put your hand on a speaker, you can feel the vibration that's happening. Now, your ear, specifically your eardrum, the sound waves the vibration of those waves are bouncing off of your eardrums and you are translating that into sound. Vibration. It's at the core of everything that we're talking about. Now, the second concept that I want to introduce you to is the idea of a construct. In other words, it's one thing to translate the vibration into sound, but you then go on to give that sound meaning. Words, the word mother. 
that's how the vibration is being translated. We take it a step further and add even more meaning based on our own experience of what a mother is, what our own experience of having a mother in our life or a mother figure has been. Take any object or person and imagine a two-month-old baby looking at that object or person. What goes through their head? I'm speaking into a microphone right now. If a two-month-old baby were to see this microphone, what would go through their head? How would they translate what they are seeing? Well, they see that there is attention given to this thing by me as, as I move close to it and lean into it. Uh, they are seeing that it is a point of focus, but that's about it. <laughs> that's about all that would be perceived because this two-month-old baby hasn't developed a significant construct around these atoms that have been held together with vibration and that we as master translators and builders of constructs call a microphone. What, a, what if a two-month-old baby were to see you? There would be virtually no constructs around who you are, what you are, etc., etc., etc. But that two-month-old baby, because he or she has not learned to be solely dependent on their five physical senses, relies more heavily on the sixth sense and the seventh sense. And it's that sixth or seventh sense that we come into this world primarily relying on, but somehow our focus shifts to the physical, to interpreting and translating the physical through our five physical senses, the five that we are the most accustomed to talking about and to referring to. In fact, our other two senses aren't even acknowledged any longer. So these two senses that we utilized heavily as newborns, we came into the world being masters at translating and in touch with, fall by the wayside as we go through the physical world developing constructs about every object and thing that we come in contact with. And so what are these two senses and how can they help you? Let's talk about our sixth sense first. The sixth sense is one of emotion. What qualifies it as a sense? Well, emotion is just a vibrational translation, just like your sight, just like your hearing, your touch, etc., etc., etc. You are translating the chemical reactions in your body. You are translating the electrical impulses in your brain, which boil it all down, is all held together by vibration. And our emotion is truly our primary source of guidance. We've been disconnected from it because our focus has gone to our other senses. We'll talk about why our emotion is so important and how it all works in just a second, but I want to introduce the seventh sense because I think the sixth and seventh sense work together in such a beautiful way. Your seventh sense is that of thought. 
Now, interesting that I would refer to thought as a sense. Traditionally, we see thought as something that I do, something that I think. You think a thought. You make a thought happen. I want to offer that you receive thoughts. To be more accurate, you receive vibrational electrical impulses that you translate into a thought that you translate into some sort of construct. Again, we are master translators. The thought almost always precedes the emotion, and this is how these two senses work together. And so when you think a good feeling thought, you feel good. When you think a thought that is not good feeling, you don't feel good. Obviously, there is so much nuance in our emotional translation, but only two need to be of concern to us as we create our own lives. Isn't that a relief? Only two. And that's, do you feel good or do you not feel good? Do you feel better or do you feel worse? In that way, we are using our emotion as a guidance system. Uh, we know that if we are feeling good, then we are thinking thoughts that are allowing us to have that feeling. And if we don't feel good, we're thinking thoughts that allow us to have that feeling. Our goal is happiness. Our goal is unconditional happiness. Our emotions tell us whether we are warmer or colder in pursuit of that goal, whether we are in more alignment or less alignment to our true self, to our happy self, to our non-physical self. And so what can you do to begin to focus more on the sixth and seventh sense as you make your way through your life? If you truly do want to if you truly do want to begin to create the things that you want rather than continue to notice and perpetuate the things that you don't want in your life, if you want to deliberately create in the way that you were meant to, well, it's simple. It's a simple place to start, but a powerful place to start. Just begin to care more about how you feel began to care more and more and more about how you feel until how you feel become until how you feel becomes your top priority. Now you don't have to go from depressed to joyful. That's not the point. And the point isn't to always be happy because the things that we bump against that cause us contrast, uh, the things that we bump up against that the things that we bump up against that we don't like clarify what we do like and in essence helps our greater self to grow. Um, and it's not about always being happy because this is really a process of reaching for a better and better feeling thought. And because we are expansive beings who go forth into the physical world, we will always come up against things that help us to grow and by grow I mean help us clarify our desires and that is the in essence what growth is this expansion and so there will never be a time that you are 
happy all of the time. You don't want that because that means that you are not expanding. You are not creating more and more in your life. But wherever you are, whenever you are, you want to reach for a better and better feeling thought, and you want to begin to care more about how you feel as an outcome than anything else. And so, and and so instead of cranking it out and taking care of this and that, no matter how I feel, I'm just gonna pull myself across the finish line and drag myself from this and that. Don't do that.、Uh, remember, a, a、um, however you were feeling during your journey is just going to get you more of that once you cross that finish line. All right, and so let's make sure you're feeling good, that you allow space for these inspired ideas, which lead to inspired action, and then you're going to move into your tasks, your emails, your this, these other things that you need to do in a more and more efficient way. They will feel better. They will happen easier, right?、Uh, everything will move easier in your life. Again, it all starts with caring more about how you feel, and by caring more, you will be more and more in touch with how you feel. And as you become more and more in touch with how you feel, you will make choices that feel better. If you liked what you just heard, then take inspired action now. That's right, act while you are feeling good, and build on your momentum. Schedule your free discovery call with me at instudios-nyc.com/happybar.